Hello everyone, welcome to the Sleight of Hand podcast. I am Isaiah, I play Adam Von Alistar Carlisle Shadecrest VIII, and this episode, episode 13, Tree Huggers, the party finds themselves in the woods, and in these woods, their bite is worse than their bark. How's it going guys? Episode 13. If you tuned in last week, it was quite exciting. The last couple weeks we've been dungeon diving in this cathedral in the basement. Because where do you play? Stop. Where do you play D and D in basements? First, your mom's, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, in a basement at your mom's. We didn't die. Yeah, we uh, dived into a little backstory action. We uh, slayed some gargoyles. We slayed some mummies. Uh, mummies almost slayed a us. hag and one wisp. There was a unicorn. It was crazy. It was like the party of the century, but. Before we hit record, there was a little debate at the table, and I'm really interested to hear what the debate is about, and I think our fans want to hear too. Is mayonnaise an instrument? What was the debate, Mr. Um, was the person? I don't know, Isaiah and and Justin were. You mean uh, Adam and... Yeah, Zodiac. I don't know, that was kind of a a meta conversation, but no... You can meta before we play. Mostly talking that with this portal opening up, Zediac's going to have a really hard time not seeing this through. And some of the party is already walking away. So it's like, mm, what do we do? Size, she is tapped out. She, If one of you guys goes down, all I could do is make sure you don't die. I mean, she's good in health-wise, but she is basically useless right now. At the very least, we're going to be coming back here because there's a portal. So we should get rid of the gargoyles now so we don't have to deal with them later. To play devil's advocate for you guys, we don't know how long this portal is going to stay up. To play, mm-hmm. play devil's advocate for Johnny and Estella, we don't know if it will close if we go through. That's fair. So There's a couple in, of things in, that can factor. Spellcasters are out of slots, but portals sometimes have time limits, sometimes they don't. The only real agreement is we should probably kill the gargoyles we put to sleep. Uh, Zediac disagrees. I don't think we should kill them. I think well, we should throw them help. through the portal. I like that and idea. And see what happens. But if, <laughs> if Hopefully this doesn't go into a cathedral. If a bunch of blood shoots back out or rock shoots back out, you know, maybe we shouldn't go in the portal. So you always have but at the same a... time, if there's good guys on the other side and rocks shoot back out, we don't know if they're good or if they're more bad guys. Yeah, but if they like can't handle some gargoyles, like they're not very helpful allies. Yes, then, then, <laughs> then we jump through the portal and save the day, and we're even bigger heroes. You also have a knocked unconscious Dobby. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> and it's almost time for Johnny's big performance. That's tomorrow. It's been a long day. It's been a very long, a long day. Rest it, it's, no, it's been a very long day. Yeah, that's why we're all exhausted. But it's like I, I, I'm advocating that we go through the portal and we'll throw the gargoyles first and see what happens. I said we kill the gargoyles, take a long rest if possible, and then go through the portal. Do you know what I think? I should read another story before we get started. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. The southwestern hillsides of Lanisork, in a small village of Tovaha, lives a family of dragonborn, surrounded by beautiful redwoods and calming nature. If you didn't hear the bar- birds singing, you heard a young brass dragon playing his lute. 
This one, more persistent than the other younger dragons, would wander off alone to practice music and what little magic he knew by himself. Determined to be like his uncle, a gentleman young man, Johnny, greatly looked up to. Johnny found himself to be more at peace alone, especially since his uncle had passed away, and one morning he set off to his normal tree stump in the woods to play to the birds. As he was playing, a beautiful female elf in all black approaches Johnny. She speaks out from an opening. Was that you singing and playing? I haven't heard anyone play like that in a long time. Johnny, mesmerized by this woman, quickly begins to engage in conversation. So much so that the sun was about to set. Johnny tells the girl, I have to go or my family will be worried, but I can come back tomorrow if you'd like to hear me play again. The girl replies, yes, I'd like that. Real quick, what's your name? The young dragonborn says, Johnny, what is yours? She replies, you can call me Twilight. I like that name, Johnny replies before heading home. These meetups continued for about a week's time at a certain point, Twilight says to Johnny. I have a favor to ask of you. I need you to bring me all of your savings, all of your gold, and then come back here and we will camp before adventuring off. You can't simply stay in the woods forever. The young dragonborn says, I'll see what I can do. He goes home that night and tells his family, and they tell him, she's a thief and it is a trick. Johnny, however, waits for them to all fall asleep and takes his family's entire savings in the night and goes back to the camp and gives it all to Twilight. She looks at it and says, we will need some more. This isn't enough. We will get more on our adventures in the morning. Johnny, super excited about what is going to come in the future, falls asleep. The next day, the sun rises and Johnny wakes, and he sees that the fire is burnt out and that Twilight is gone with all of the money. Johnny, not concerned, decides to head towards Sunderland House of Trade in hopes of running into Twilight as he continues his adventures and hopes that Twilight has gotten a head start. So, that portal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a fun one to write. <laughs> Adam just had a brilliant idea. Uh, what if we sent uh, the lone couple ravens through the portal and back, and they flap their wings once if it's safe, and if it's not safe, they come back and they flap their wings like 30 times. How do we? How do ravens fly? They can land on the ground. <sighs> it's a good compromise. Fine. You two, go on in there. If it's dangerous, return immediately. And land on both of my shoulders. If it's not, come back and just fly around casually. So, the ravens fly through the portal, and nothing seems to happen to them, and they fly back into the room and signal that it is safe. Well, <clears throat> there's our answer. Fine, but you're carrying Dobby. Oh, right. <clears throat> it's gonna be a... Long journey. 
<laughs> Does someone want to do a... Uh, let's do some checks. We haven't done okay. that in a while, right? Yeah. We've done initiative. We've done combat. Okay. Someone want to do an arcana check on the portal? Johnny would love to do an arcana check. Now that uh, you Johnny know our characters sure. do more than yeah, fight. In it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Threw it under the couch. Doesn't count. Nineteen for Johnny. Wow. And seventeen for Adam. Von Alistair, Carlisle, Shade, Chris, the eighth. Did Zediac even roll? He's giving me the look. Okay. Nope. With a nineteen, you think that this portal has a permanence to it because of the jewelry. But if the jewelry was to be broken or pulled apart, that it would close. Upon closer inspection of this uh, portal, getting closer without walking through, in the bright blue light in the top, you can see the necklaces with the bands kind of like hovering above it. So I really want to go through the portal. <laughs> I, like, I think I have an idea. Like out, out, of, out of respect for the conversation... Estella and I had earlier, I'm not going to walk through, but we got to make a decision quick because it's... Time is of the essence. Yeah. Well, uh, And I've got two votes that say go into the portal. Perhaps we could disassemble the portal. Sounds like Cree hasn't been talking. There could be, <laughs> Cree, there could be treasure in there. There it's, could be could, treasure. It's a bunch of wealthy families. And beautiful women. They do not know that. There is a possibility that there is, but it's act, they're man. acting like there is. They know for sure. Uh, Kree seems disinteresting. It's like wherever you guys go, I guess I'll follow. Stella's just gonna roll her eyes and just walk in the portal. Then hold up, hold up. And Zediac's very close second. <laughs> what if <laughs> we? We take this. This portal is like apart. the first time you guys have really seen him like get a little bit excited. Like, all right, now we're doing my kind of stuff. If we if we pop the necklace apart, we could take it back home with us and put it back together in a time that's convenient for us. It might only open up a portal here, though. We don't know for sure. Well, then we can come on back, and perhaps we can put our new gargoyle friends inside there, and then take the portal with us, and then deal with them later. Two of our party are already through the portal. Fair enough. <laughs> so you're saying don't put the gargoyles in there? No. So Adam, Cree, and Johnny standing on the inside of the portal see a anxious Zediac and a curious Zediac or Estella already in the other side. More annoyed than curious. Yeah. But... And as Adam walks through, he's going to try to like, grab like the amulet to like pull it through and like, like kind of like close the portal as he goes. Your hand through. chops off. Are you going? <laughs> are you going last? So yeah. yeah. No, he just goes. So he goes, goes last and kind of like grabs it and then, in essence, he wants to bring it with him to the side that they're going to. All right, roll a reflex save. I really. Oh, Eighteen. Yeah, he rolled pretty well. Eighteen. Nothing happens. I, 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 you pull it and it closes. Whew. I really thought your arm. And was you have your shot. hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I have necklace and everything. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm gonna kind of just pull it apart easily. Uh, as you grabbed it, it pulled apart, okay. and that's why it closed, and that's why you rolled a reflex hit. Gotcha. 
And I'm going to put the pieces in four different pockets in my coat. Sounds good. And pants. I'm rolling it. As soon as I walk in the portal, I'm doing a perception check. Atta boy. Same. <laughs> 17. Cree. Yeah. What'd you roll? Yeah. A two? Yeah. <laughs> you rolled Cree. Uh, 26. Cree is, just, Cree is admiring this blue magic thing they just walked through. And Natural 20 it. for Johnny. Hey. Wow. I was distracted putting the pieces away. Yeah. yeah. 16 for Fluffy. All right. And uh, it, before... With your natural 20, is it still... Is, is it better than 26? Or what's, what's your score still? I think just 20. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just need to roll a d20 for no particular reason. <laughs> Perfect. 18. All right. That's all I needed this before. And... Um, so what you guys see is a very thick and vast forest. You no longer see the glistening magical aura of where you came from. The air feels a little fresher as if you were home again. Although you were in the middle of the woods in woods you've never been. Uh... You see a path going north, very narrow, probably one person path. You'd have to walk single file and with like kind of ivy, kind of overgrown uh, with birds singing and chirping and some other nature stuff. Nothing of danger appears. Uh... About what time of day does it appear now that we're not um, indoors? It looks like it's probably lunchtime, noon, afternoon. That's right. It always appears the same time. <laughs> or, wait, I'm a little does disappointed. It, does it look like we're still in the Feywild, actually? No. Adam, um, quick question. Where's all that treasure and beautiful women? We just haven't found them yet. They're further up. Are they? they? Yes. Yeah. If we go long enough, we will find them. Adam, can you put the necklace back together, please? Just just because I'm curious. And he shifts through his pockets and... Uh, How did you lose it in your pockets already? It's been two seconds. I separated them, so if... I you just threw them? The, you should have had them in your hands. I put them away for safekeeping. He puts them back together. Does the portal reappear at all? Yes. Okay. Good. My curiosity is, I'm, 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 I'm good. I, I think we could go back. Ravens, please poke your head in and see if the gargoyles have woken up before we walk back in. So the birds fly inside, and um, they take a little longer than you would expect, and they come back through the portal, and. You're not really sure if they answered your question or not. Well, are they there? Fly around my head if they are. And stay on my shoulders if they're not. They perch on your shoulders. Well, time has passed. So either Johnny missed his performance day. Or 
Maybe, maybe best an hour has passed by there. Miss Holly did say that time was a little different on that side. Perhaps it's been a bit longer. So it sounds like we lost our opportunity for this mission. Hopefully the kids got back safe. And now I am going to stare at you, annoyed, Adam. <laughs> you guys keep following down the trail for a couple of hours. Oh, wait, and... we're going? I, I was thinking, well, I, I think we should head back. Yeah. You want to head like, back? Yeah, yeah let, I want to head back into the Feywild. I, I think we're... There's no. There's nothing exciting on this side. I was hoping there'd be more, like, undead stuff, but there's Beautiful not. Beautiful women. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> Adam's I, I think one we should, thing on his mind. I think we should go back through and finish what we started. Okay. I am not opposed to coming back here, but I want to make sure those children are safe. Exactly. Anybody else want to grab the amulet through the... Uh, well, no, you can I'm do carrying it. You could do right it. Now. You could do it. You, you did such a good job last time. <laughs> it matches the color of your eyes. She's yeah. hazel. And... Zedia, right, would so, you mind going in first? Yeah, I'll go in first. And I'll fall. Estelle will fall right behind. Johnny takes the middle. So Zediac, as you walk back through the portal, you're not standing in the room that you guys came out from. All right. You appear in another part of the woods, and you can see the party again, but you're about 200 yards away. But on the other side of the portal. Oh. Oh. Well, all right. Does he like turn around and like see himself and do like the waving thing <laughs> like a mirror? Say, well, at this point, I think we should just make camp and call it a day. <laughs> Sounds good. Shoop. So you come back through. I'll just walk through. Towards them, I don't have to go through the portal. I, I'll just start walking towards them. Is that your decision? <laughs> just yes. so we're clear, when you say he sees the party, is he like 200 feet away from us? Or is this sees the party as in he has time traveled? I'm going to walk towards them without going through the portal. Okay. So, Zediac, you walk up to the party... And they don't see you. Oh, okay. So they're they're just are they frozen or are they? No, they're doing their normal thing. So we're all getting ready to go through. It's almost as if you're on a different plane than them right now. Mm. Oh, okay. But everything looks somewhat similar. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. All right. Well, like. Yes, I'll go back through the portal then. Okay. So Zediac hops back through. and uh, I would like to relay that experience to everybody else. That... So you guys really couldn't see me. What do you mean? You walked in. Mean? I see you see right now. When I went through the portal, you went through the portal, I was still in the forest that we're in now. But you couldn't see me. It's an right invisibility up. portal. I am very amazed. 
John. <laughs> I would like to run through the portal. Did you guys close it, or is it still open? It's uh, Adam, still close open. it before he goes through. Adam? It is still open. All right, Johnny, you go through, and the same exact thing happens. You appear about 200 yards away, and uh, you see the party. And now you see Zediac over there, and they're just talking, debating about what the heck's going on. And um, you do kind of the same thing. You walk over to them, and then they don't see you. I would like to try and cast message on Cree. Don't look right now, but I am standing right behind you. You cannot see me because I have gone through the portal. He does not hear you. You can reply to this message. <laughs> I'll spend about ten minutes <laughs> dancing around, yeah, yeah, yeah. making faces Deucing at off. them. I feel like Eventually I'll get bored and I'll come back. Yeah. So as soon as I see Adam go towards the portal at all, I'm, go- I'm getting back through. That's true. You come back through. Now will you close it? Yep. Shoop. Reflex save. Right, that's on the same time. Huh? Are we are we staying in the material plane or the Feywild? We're standing on the side we came we walked we went, through the first time. Yeah. So we want to go back to the Feywild. We no. don't know. We don't know what's going on. Material plane for now. Assuming let's just stay where we're at. We'll make camp. We'll figure out what's going on. Maybe we'll, you know, at least we'll figure out what direction north is, and then we can go from there. It's a material plane. Where we're all at right now. Okay, he let's grabs just, it. Yeah. Puts just, the medallion away in four different pockets. Roll a d20. On the same time? Of the... Well, every time you close the portal, roll a d20. Oh, okay. oh wow. Magic stuff right there. Ooh. Not as good. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. I think I know what that random D twenty roll was for. Ah uh, yes, displacer beasts. You take twenty points of force damage as you close it, blasting your hand back. Oof. <laughs> yeah. And Adam's just going to lay on the ground and go to sleep. He's still alive and has hit points, but uh, so you guys kind of find a, a little bit of an opening between a couple of trees, and you set up a camp. You guys, I'm sure, just trying to rest from everything you've been through. Uh, everyone roll a perception one more time for me. Twenty, not natural. All right. Twenty-three. Zediac and Estella, what'd you roll? Johnny got a three. Fluffy got a nine. Cree. Twelve. Twelve. Sixteen. All right. Anyone fifteen and up, you notice that the sun is peaked and is starting to set at this point, and you have not seen that in your time in Gresk. Okay. It starts to. Sun's getting real low. Starts to get dark. And um, you guys set up camp. Uh, what are you guys talking about? So that's not what I was expecting to happen. No. Yeah. I agree. 
Stella's not going to say anything about how the two birds just fly up in trees and do a little bit of watch. Okay. Adam needs a lot of rest real bad at uh, seven hit points. He's so you're not, looking really rough then. I, I mean, he is looking right. battered and bruised. Yeah. Um, after uh, gathering some kindling, um, Cree turns to Johnny and goes, <clears throat> want to help with this fire? <laughs> Johnny's just going to kind of extend his hand out and firebolt it. Okay. Johnny puts out his hand and a small ball of fire hits the wood. And a campfire is made. Right. With that, uh, Cree begins to prepare uh, dinner with some rations Cast that he has. cure okay. wounds on uh, Adam real quick. Johnny, you're... It'll be my... Don't waste it. That's my, that's my last last bit I've got. You're still blue. No, Dragonborn are never sad. I am regular. Um, not... Yes. Are you blue out of da da da? Look, look at your look at, look at right. your your hands. Ah, who did that? I believe Has somebody it, been playing with paints. I believe it. Do you have you ever turned blue before? No, this is a this is a first. Maybe he just needs to warm up by the fire. I mean, it's that's hot. a wonderful idea. I can believe anything right now. Johnny's going to walk over and sit on top of the fire. Johnny, no. Maybe he's a mood ring. <laughs> For the record, Johnny is resistant to fire. So it only hurts a little immune. bit. not immune. only hurts a little bit. Who's going to stay up and watch first? I nominate Fluffy. He's the newest member of our crew, and therefore he gets the worst job. Um... Creel stay up with Fluffy. I guess I'll stay up too, and then. No, no, no. You, no, you we get a bed, Stella. Cree, Cree has your back. Do you guys all rest for the night? Yes. Adam's getting his beauty sleep. I'm assuming uh, Cree and Stella trade shifts so that we both can get long rests. We can, yeah. Yeah. For real, though, Fluffy can take a shift. He can wake me up. Oh, I mean, so the ravens, but I'd rather have someone who can actually talk to. He speaks a little bit. That either means he's hungry, or he needs to go to the bathroom, or he's tired, or he wants to play. He has a way better perception role <laughs> than me. Alright, so if we're resting, that means we can heal up and get some spells back. Spells back. So you guys all take a long rest and uninterrupted. Although you are not in your nice royal townhomes. Even more reason to be annoyed. <laughs> you uh, actually get to sleep through the night. You guys all feel rejuvenated and the sun is slowly starting to rise over the mountaintops. At this point... Adam, now being a little bit more rested, you notice um, some stones that seemed neatly stacked. Uh, one of the images look pretty similar to uh, one that you've seen before, uh, particularly on the map that you had found. 
It kind of looks like a tribal symbol. And you've seen it a couple other times. It is the skull head of an elk with a human skull and a sword going through it. Is that a, a holly symbol? Right? Yes, similar symbol. All right. Um, Adam will mention to the party that... We are hopefully in more friendly grounds now. And he points out uh, the symbol to them. And mentions it's a similar symbol uh, to that of Holly's. And then he casts false life on himself. <laughs> it's been a while since we've seen her. Kree has been a little confused how we're going in and out of the Feywild so easily. Also still being new to... Feywild in general. Yeah. So, 40 years on the material plane, never heard of any other... Nope. Not much. So it's like, how how do we even get back, guys? The necklace. Do you guys continue to pack up camp and travel down the trail? Uh, I think we should try the necklace one more time, maybe. But uh, it's kind of a gamble. Yeah. Does somebody else want to grab it? Nope. No, who's dexterous? <laughs> I, I think I think Adam is uh, quite suited with your uh, delicate hands. We'll try the necklace later. Let's okay. figure out where we're at first. <laughs> Up the road. Up the road. There's a road. Yes. Single file line. <laughs> Yes, this is a road. Anything that's not the ocean. Well, we'll let we'll let Cree set the pace. <laughs> All right, slow and steady. All right, Cree takes the up front, um, but you would notice that he's a little lighter on his feet of late. Oh, uh-huh. nice. Johnny would like to have Fluffy go fly up and scout ahead, so he's probably thirty feet up in the air and thirty feet out in front of the party. Okay. So Fluffy and I imagine some of the ravens are just kind of flying oh, the tree I think, lines. I think the ravens are gone because it's been nailed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you rested. Okay, so Fluffy is flying through the woods, then treetops. You go a couple hours and it seems like traveling in the woods at home, but the animals seem to get a little bit quieter the farther you go and what you think is north. And uh, the trees start kind of like shuffling a little bit. The shrubs start shuffling. And uh, everyone roll perception. Natural one. 22. 17. That will be a 22 for Fluffy. And an 11 for... Cree up in the front. So, minus Cree, everyone and, looking in the woods. And, and, and Adam. Adam, Adam. With a, with Johnny, Johnny did not notice. Yeah. Fluffy noticed. Adam's yeah. busy tripping over a twig. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm worried about my delicate hands. Yeah. So much so that uh, Adam and Cree, not being as aware, aware of the surroundings, the people that rolled well noticed that the trees have life 
and they actually go and the vines that were laying still on the path start to come out and they grab at Adam and Cree's ankles. Roll a save for me. And the save is an escape save. DC 14. That'd be dex to dexterity? I believe so. It's athletics or acrobatics. And uh, mm-hmm. Adam notices that these are like trees and vines and stuff. Yep. Okay. Uh, could he mention, uh, we serve Flandor? Roll your save. <laughs> Fifteen. Eleven. Fifteen. You are not grappled. Yeah. Adam, you are grabbed. And uh, I think this is a good time to draw an old map and roll some initiative. Mm-hmm. While we uh, do the, draw this map, I just want to shout out to Deco Wilson again. Uh He's drawn all the character arts that you've been seeing these past couple weeks. And if you like his stuff, you can check him out on Instagram at onebluewolf underscore ad. Or you could check out onebluewolf.artstation.com. All right, guys. Uh, let's roll initiative. Party time in the woods. 18 for Cree. 17 for Estella. 14 for Adam. 1 for Johnny. 16 for Zediac. 9 for Fluffy. There you go. So, Zediac, Fluffy. <laughs> uh, what did Johnny roll? Uno. Okay. Yeah, so, so it goes Cree, Estella, Zediac, Fluffy, Adam, Johnny. That's that sound right? Good enough. And something's gonna happen to good old Johnny. It's uh, something called engulf. Uh, I think that happened to Adam because Adam failed. Yeah. Yeah. You said. You oh, said I did. The listeners heard. Ooh. Wow, the listeners heard. <laughs> I got Adam. Spooked. You because of failing your save, you are engulfed. You see what looks to be this kind of trellised bush off the beaten path turn into this like animated vine like arms and these teeth that kind of come out of the tree branches this mound of a tree does some bludgeoning damage and you take 13 points of bludgeoning damage and you are engulfed and at the start of all of your turns it's a DC 14 constitution saving throw to break the engulf effect sounds good so is, is that as an action or is that like at the start of the turn or end of the turn uh the start of your turn okay yep and that would complete our shambling mountains turn Cree, it's your um, turn buddy uh barely dodging the the roots that sprung up mm-hmm. um Cree would exclaim to the group like Beware! The trees, they, they appear alive. Um, and um, he would then um, instinctively reach for his rapier that would be on his side. Um, he did lose a short sword, but he usually carried around that 
rapier, and then he would uh, curse out loud like, Ugh, blasted rapier, where did you go? Um, and then he will instead pull out his crossbow and um, try to discern where this enemy is at the time. So do I need to roll perception to find it? No, you you see it off the beaten path as you okay. look back in the in the marching order and you see Adam get engulfed by this. Um, and for the listeners, they're on a narrow path with a little bit of an opening up to the front and uh, anything off the path is difficult terrain. All right. So he would have seen um, he would have seen Adam get engulfed. Yes. So um uh, shouting to Adam who is currently in the belly of the beast to go like don't worry little lord won't get you out of there pulls out his crossbow firing at the beast for a 19 to hit you connect awesome and um sneak or no sneak on this one I would assume not not this one yeah so we've got one roll for three. Three damage. You hit. All right. Um, with that, I am going to take a bonus action to hide in some of the foliage off to the side of the trail. Sounds good. All right. Estella, it is your turn. Uh, so seeing that Adam's in gold, uh, she's just going to whack it, pull out her mace, and try to hit the tree that's engulfing Adam. Roll to hit. Net one. That is a miss. And you go to swing and you trip on your footing. The mound, seeing that you have fallen, goes to attack you. As he goes to attack you, Adam falls out of the mound, and I need you to roll a escape DC 14. Escape? Do you mean a dexterity save? Yeah, that's what the book says, escape check. So. DC 14? Yep. Nope. So you are now engulfed, and Adam is not engulfed, and you take... Bludgeoning damage. Take 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Zediac, it is your turn. Right. Um, I would like to run up to the mound that has Stella and attack it with uh, green flame blade. Okay. That's cocked. That's cocked, yes. Alright. Natural 19. So that's going to be a 23 to hit. Hits. Okay. It's going to take... Five slashing slashing damage and then five fire damage from the whip. 
and five slashing, five fire, five slashing, five fire, and then follow up attack with the short sword is an 11, uh, 12 to hit. That one misses. Okay. So, and you also notice as the fire hits this mound, that it doesn't do as much as you would expect on a plant. Mm-hmm. So, does that complete your turn? That does. Alrighty. Fluffy. Fluffy's going to swoop on in and try and close some of the distance, considering he's... 30 feet in the air and 30 feet in front of the party. So he's going to fly as close as he can. Okay. Okay. That'll put him behind the shambling mass, probably about 20 feet up in the air still. Okay. And is he going to attack? Not from 20 feet away, no. Okay. I yep. should teach him how to drop bombs. He keeps on forgetting. Adam, <laughs> being dropped out, you gather yourself, and it is now your turn. Um, Adam being free. Life is finally treating him better. <clears throat> Still takes five psychic damage from that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, he is going to... You really planted that joke. Yeah. <laughs> Six seconds. <laughs> 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 Guys, just leave it be. Yeah. Thought we'd uh, branch out with our uh, jokes. Guys, so. you guys are barking up the wrong tree right now. <laughs> Man, you can really get me bored with that one. Should we just leave it be, you know? Anyways. I'm going to spring it on all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Adam is going to, uh, believing that the tree is occupied with Estella, uh, he's going to back up about probably 10 feet or so, 10, 20 feet, and he's going to cast Eldritch Blast at, uh, actually before that, he's going to Hexblade, eh, no, this one's not worth it, he's just going to Eldritch Blast it uh, from about 10 feet away, so he's going to back up a bit. Okay. Are you just wanting to just do like a five foot step back or what? About 15. We'll do 15. Okay. So you step back in the uh, trail 15 feet. Mm-hmm. Go to attack. Uh, an 11 and a 17. The 17 connects. Okay. D10 damage. For five points of force damage. Alright. So I complete your turn. Uh, yes it will. Johnny. Our favorite blue dragon. Johnny is going to look at this shambling mound and say out loud, well, I really wish I had an axe, but this will do. Pull out his mace and just take a huge swing over at the shambling mass. Natural 20. All right. And I'm going to use an ability. 
we're going to use Psychic Blades to add 2d6 of psychic damage to this attack. Wow. So, let's do this. We're going to roll your regular damage and roll your psychic damage and then double them both. Woohoo! So that will be six bludgeoning damage. So 12. Or that is doubled. That is, okay. Yeah, six. And then 18 psychic damage. Wow. Awesome. 24 points damage total. To a nice. shrub. Tried to scare him by making him think of axes. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a good round. And that'll be it for Johnny. Okay. Top of the order, it is this mound's turn. And uh, he is going to swing down at good old Zediac. A 23 and a 19 hit. Yeah. He goes to make two slam attacks. The first one. 14. And the second one, 17. Ouch. And that completes its turn. Uh, we'll move on to Cree. Alrighty. Um, being hidden in the foliage, um, seeing yet another one of his comrades uh, get engulfed by the tree, um, he holds his breath, reloads his crossbow with a bonus action, and takes another shot at the tree. Okay. 13. You just barely miss. Whoa. Um, he will curse under his breath, but he will remain hidden. All right. Sneak attack by Memo. Estella. Uh, can I try to break free? Yes, you can. DC 14 again. I want to break free. <laughs> That's a 18. You break free. And can I get away as far as possible? Yes, you can move. <laughs> oh, do you so, can you get a run? Uh, run so do you want to go across into the woods, or do you want to go that way? I'm gonna go closest to the party. Closest to. Or let's say like near Cree, but like obviously not running toward like at yeah, yeah, because he's hidden. Yeah, so you get back onto the path and you head north farther up the path. Uh, about 10 feet away from Cree. Yes. Okay. And, well, no, breaking for you would probably be an action, so never mind. Okay. Zediac, how are you feeling after that tree slapped you around? Ow. Um, I am going to respond with... Um, I didn't like that, mister. Let's see here. I would like to swing around, so it's got... Uh, Johnny and Fluffy are attacking the mount at the moment, correct? Yeah, well, Fluffy is in the air. I don't think that Johnny has called him down. Not okay. quite yet. Then I would like to get on the opposite side of this mound to flank it with Johnny. Okay. So, here then. Okay. Uh, no. You, you like right there? Over one. That That's good. Yeah, okay. that's, that's flanking. 
uh, and I'm going to cast Inflict Wounds All right. on it. It's a good thing I did that. Nat 20. Nice. Hey. There we go. on Inflict Wounds. All right. That is a lot of... A lot of D10s, if I remember correctly. Is it D10? I'm pretty sure it's a D10 for inflict wounds. It's 3D10 necrotic damage. Oh, thank you. All right. I've got 11 necrotic damage. It's just the, the 3D10 on a crit. All right, so 22. Nice. Some heavy hits. And, and next I'm, up I'm, is Yeah, I'm going to stay there. Fluffy. Two crits so far. I know. Yeah, well, you guys are... Everyone's hitting hard for this combat. The Gargoyle one was a little lackluster. Yeah. <laughs> I also wasn't multi-attacking a lot, which was my fault. But... Um, Johnny is just going to shout out to Fluffy and ask him, is there anybody else around here? Please take a quick look. So Fluffy flies so, around the general vicinity. Do you want to roll perception for him? Yeah, I was going to have him do a perception roll instead of actually joining this combat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That will be a 14. 14. From what he can tell uh, from his line of sight, it's just this mound that's bothering you guys. The rest of the trees are inanimate. All right. And then we'll have him flutter down into the 10-foot range. So he is now 10 feet above the shambling mound. Okay. And now it is Adam's turn. Um, Adol, uh, Adam uh, is going to move north up the uh, path um, about... He'll move his full 30 feet up the path uh, towards Estella. Yeah. Okay. And from there, uh, he will again... Actually, this time, he's going to do Toll the Dead. So it'll be Wisdom Saving Throw for the uh, the Mound Plants uh, okay. DC 15. Eighteen. Nothing happens. Okay. Does that complete your turn? Um. Yes, that'll be all. Johnny. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm gonna hit him with my mace. Does a fourteen hit? You swing and a miss. Mmm, bummer day. I don't have any bonus actions for spells, so we're going to use my bonus action to give Bardic Inspiration to Zediac. Nice. Alright. Here we go. What's the little tune sound like? Let's uh, chop this plant guy up, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, top of the order, and uh, it is the Mound's turn. The mound sees Johnny, and he goes to engulf Johnny. So roll a save. 
I'd like to use Tides of Chaos to give myself advantage on this save. Awesome. We know what this means. This roll is brought to you by Wild Magic. Yeah. You'll never know what happens next. And Tiger Woods Golf Ball. So a 12? You are in golf. Ooh, now's a good time to explode into a fireball. For so, m- magic. Oh, oh, it's magic. It's not until after I do a spell. Okay. Oh, except now I can't give myself advantage on a spell attack. This is true. Why not? Because you just used it to give advantage uh, on a saving throw. And as you become engulfed, you take damage. It's like two damage, right? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Rolls all ones. You take 22 bludgeoning oh. damage. <laughs> That's a lot more. We're not down. No, you're not. Cree, it's your I'm turn, buddy. Just knock you down. I'll get back up again. I get knocked down. When the spellcaster <laughs> takes again. 22 bludgeoning damage. Oh, What's your Johnny boy. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the single digits. Alrighty. Um, uh, Cree's going to continue with his actions, um, taking advantage of the foliage. Um, and the lack of any other options for yeah. weaponry. Uh, reload on both section, firing at the tree at a 19 to hit. Is this a sneak attack? Sneak attack. Okay. 3d8 to the rescue. We've got Chris Math. Oh, this is easy math. 14. Nice. Solid shot. All right. And it is a solid's turn if Kree's not going to move. You're going to stay where you're at? Kree will stay hidden. For why would you ruin that? Sacred flame. <gasps> save. It's a save. Dexterity. Eleven. Nope. It's a fail? It's a fail. All right. Let's see what happens to the old tree man. Seven radiant damage. All righty. You guys are putting in work. And then, can I do, yeah, can I do a little check to see how, like, well it's doing, looking? Yeah. Um, Would that be nature? Because it's a plant? Nature or medicine. Ooh. I like medicine check. Ten. Ten. You think you've gotten halfway down. You start hitting harder. All right. Does that complete your turn? Yes. All righty. And now it is Zediac's turn. Yeah, about that. Um, I whip my whip back and forth. I whip my whip back and... All right. Shut down. I think I'm going to... It's okay, Ian. Gosh, I can't can't leave Johnny to die. I'm going (laughs) to... cut my hand and bleed all over this tree before whipping it. Um, That's what Zediac does, man. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cast uh, Toll the Dead Don't be shaming. on the Shambling Mound. And oh. it's a DC 16 wisdom saving throw. Plants are not very wise. But imagine not. That's a solid 10 for a fail. All right, good. And it has taken damage. A lot. So. 
is 9 plus 11. 20 necrotic damage. Wow. That that did some solid work. Good. And with my bonus action, I'm going to stab it with my short sword. Okay. Um, 14 to hit. You miss it. Yep. All right. It's Fluffy's turn if his Ediac is done. Yep, that's it for me. Fluffy, seeing me being entangled in here, is going to land on the top of this shambling mound and try and take a bite out of it. All right, roll a hit. Bite out of crime. Eleven. And the little dragon tries to fly in, but he can't really get a good bite with all the uh, twigs and branches Mm. swinging around, and he misses. The wiggling and the rambling and the... It's too much. Adam. He does need a little more fiber in his diet, so... Yeah. Um, Adam's gonna follow... uh, Zediac's... Uh, Q and also cast Toll the Dead, so this would be another wisdom saving throw. 15. Natural 1. Hey. Nice. Nine points of necrotic damage. You notice that your radiant damage also hits pretty hard. The necrotic? Uh, necrotic. Or necrotic, yeah. yeah. And does that complete your turn? Uh, he's going to move adjacent to uh, Kree. Okay. And it is now Johnny's turn to roll a save. DC 14. Four! Fail. And and thus ended the purple dragon. Blue. Blue dragon. Now he you know will what? be purple. <laughs> this, this, I think, would be nicer. You take 13 points of bludgeoning damage. K.O. Oh. Are you Knock he's unconscious? Not dead. Unconscious. All right. Uh, uh, hold on, hold on. I got this. And uh, you have to. I got to see him. And it's uh, he's engulfed. He's oh, he's engulfed. inside the plant right now. You can't see him. Oh. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's the plant's turn. He is going to hit Zediac. And he misses his multi-attack. And it is Kree's turn. My body weighs him down. <laughs> um, this could be interesting right now. Yeah, real. No, um, really interesting. Think, um, at this point. Nope. nope. Um, bonus action. Reloading. Sneak attack. Sneak attack. Why ruin a good thing? Yeah. 20. <laughs> Natural twenty. Natural twenty. So uh, nice. Double. Does that mean double sneak attack? Double, double sneak attack. Do, do I hear a sixty-eights? What? Well, not sixty-eights, but yeah, you get you yeah. get the picture. 
you hear it. We've got 6 plus 7, which is 13. 13 plus 3, which is 16. 16 times 2 is 32 points of sneak damage. Cree seems to find a weakness in the tree, piercing it and killing what soul it might have had. The shambling mound releases Johnny's unconscious body to the ground. And you are now out of combat. Immediately going to run up to Johnny, like, like get to my knees, place his head like on my knees, and cast Spare the Dying. So you're stuck at zero. You don't have to make any death saving throws. And then she's going to take ten minutes right now to just cast Prayer of Healing. Nice. Okay. So you automatically get... Max. Nice. Uh, you get... Um, Where is it? Uh, 24 points of healing damage. Who else needs healing it? Healing damage. <laughs> Heal the damage. Yes. <laughs> Who else needs healing? Sorry, I got I, I got wailed on. I got touched. A little bit. Everyone else gets 14, whoever needs it. I'll take it. Cool. <laughs> oh, better than a Pokemon. Mr. Stella. Sharp stick. You look very nice from this angle. And then Adam casts False Life. <laughs> and as you guys are gathering yourselves and uh, healing up your wounded partner you start to hear what sounds like some people approaching from the woods and we'll see you next week oh. thanks for listening if you'd like to know more about the sleight of hand podcast you can follow us on facebook and instagram at the Sleight of Hand Podcast, or on Twitter at The Sleight of Hand PC. All content is created and owned by The Sleight of Hand Podcast, and rules as played are based on 5th edition mechanics. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at the Sleight of Hand Podcast at gmail.com. Happy gaming.